Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The introduction to this podcast has been provided by a Crystal Palace fan having an understandable reaction to being completely outclassed by a newly promoted team. This reaction regrettably contains profanity. We offer our apologies for this, as we like to provide our own profanity, which you will find in the main body of the recording. Enjoy the show. What is this fucking shit? Seriously, just fuck off! Fucking pathetic! Seriously, get rid of fucking are you now? He's just not good enough for this fucking team! How the fuck did he get player of the year last year? So lucky with those fucking goals! Just fuck off, man! I'm seriously fucking done with this team. Seriously done with fucking Hodgson. Fuck off. Welcome to Berardi and Coke from the Auto Know Better podcast. And this week we've won a game. So we're very happy compared to last week. And uh, you've got myself, Jay, and I'm not suicidal this time, which is um, <laughs> a bit growth. And uh, I'm also joined by podcast regular Gilly tonight. Hey, up. How are we doing? Feeling a bit better now? Certainly a lot better than last time. Um, <laughs> I went on last one with you, but uh, because <laughs> I did have a, yeah, I do the editing, but I did have a listen to it, and um, oh, you didn't God sound man. very happy. Do you know what? That's that's the problem with being like some kind of nutcase like me you know it's when it's good it's brilliant and you're on a high when it's terrible you just it's end at world and I've, I've said that before and i've been lambasted for it on uh, twitter by a disgruntled west ham fan i think it was do you remember do you and, know uh, I, I, I actually i think that was a leeds fan i wasn't no it was a west ham it was about game, the west ham game yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah so yeah I'm, I'm feeling better than i did last time and it's uh, certainly a more positive Braddy and Coke this week, so um, yeah, it is. I'm, I'm pleased. I'm pleased to be here this time. Last time I, I sort of forced myself, but this week I'm I'm feeling uh, a lot more positive. How about that, yourself? That's the strange thing, actually, isn't it? Because um, you know, as we were talking about just before we started the recording, is um, we've had some people drop out, so we, we don't have any guests 
for, for, yeah. for this evening, having won. And yet we kept the guests when we didn't win. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's come very on, strange. guys, what's that I all mean, about? <laughs> we had an Everton fan that couldn't wait to come on and have a word, you know, but no Palace fans are lining up this week, unfortunately. Although we did we did have a guy say he'd come on, but <laughs> we did he, have a guy um, say he'd come on. And the intro will be provided by him. <laughs> and we and we thank him for that. Uh, we hope he's feeling a little bit better by the time that he hears this or not, being a Palace fan, but never mind. We'll tag um, him in. <laughs> we will, yeah. We're always fair on the Auto Better podcast. That's uh, that's one thing you've got to say for us. But um, yeah, I, uh, I I felt I felt for that lad a bit because we've been there ourselves a few oh, times, have. haven't we? We and, have. Uh, when it got to the point where he replied to us and said, "Oh yeah, I've turned it off. I've had enough," you know. <laughs> I mean, I I can't do that. I can never not watch till the end, even when I'm completely pissed off and we're four nil down or whatever and there's like three minutes ago I'm, I'm watching it mate do you know what i mean yeah. it's like yeah, those people at games that say i'm only gonna leave early for miss traffic you know Not for me, like, that. fuck off you know we're here to watch game <laughs> aren't we you support your team till the end and plus if you, you spent know, 40 quid for your ticket uh, yeah you got to leave before for an hour and a half film, entertainment <laughs> no exactly <laughs> and you know sometimes maybe it's not an hour and a half entertainment it's an hour, hour and a half of misery but, you know, you've paid for your money, you've paid for your money, you've paid for your ticket, you've come to see your team, you stay and watch it, don't you? And then and it's uh, a collective thing, you know, you, you're in it with everybody that's sat around you as well. And I think that's, that's one right. of the things that, that we're missing it is, yeah. you know, we get, we get to do this and talk shit after the game, win, lose or draw. But, um, you know, that, that, that kind of social aspect of, well, that was fucking shit, but it was shit for all of us. And you're coming out yeah. of the ground. That, you know, that, that, that gets missed as well. And, and being able to just go for a pint afterwards and, and then go home and Correct, then yeah. and he'll shit about it for two days and <laughs> <laughs> weekend fucking ruined, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh work next morning, you don't want to go. But you especially know. if there's any away fans in the uh, in the vicinity by the time Absolutely, you yeah, well. that's it. Um Do you know I mean, any Palace I, fans? I don't actually know. I don't. Mm. And judging by their attendance this last season, neither does Roy Hudson. <laughs> but um <laughs> Yeah, um, in, in terms of uh, Twitter, there's, there's, we've got some followers. I think um, Ayum, I believe, has had, had some pelters. <laughs> oh, has he? Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, didn't have uh, a great but, night, um, did he? No, and he's, he seems a decent lad as well. But um, uh, yeah, he's got quite a few Leeds followers. So, um, oh, okay. Yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> he'd, have, he'd have dined out on it for a while, had it gone other ways. Of course he would, yeah, of course he would. <laughs> Um, I think you uh, you watched the the post match interviews by both managers, didn't you? So, um, what can you tell us about them? What do you think? Well, I'll start off with Paddy, who um, who has captained himself in his FM team. He's <laughs> 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 FFL, should I say? Can't um, not love him, can you? No, Barry's uh, been it, mental at times, but he's a great character. It was um, I, I, he speaks so well, but he, I, I mean, they, they said to him, "You know, you're going to be asked this every week now, don't you?" Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. says, "Yeah." <laughs> uh, but they asked if he'd um, if he'd put Raf in. I mean. What a baller that guy is. Brilliant. Oh, Jesus. Game. Absolutely brilliant game. I mean, he, he was imperious from start to finish. And he increased the level of everybody around him. You know, a lot of comments about um, uh, players around him that, that, that had, had, had performed. But uh, in particular, Click had, had, had been yeah. back on his game again, I think a lot of people yeah. were saying. And, and you know, it's a fair, it's a fair thing. Um, the only time I, I saw any kind of 
um, diminishment in his his, uh, his involvement in the game was was really when when Calv was kind of limping, he dropped a bit further back. He'd done he'd done yeah, 10, yeah. fifteen yards further back just to cover. Which again, yeah, you know, fair. whether we're told or not to, I don't know. But um, uh, if he'd just picked up on that, you know, it, it, it's good to be able to see. But I don't know why he didn't come off earlier. Uh, speaking about the, the managers, you know, 10, 15 minutes before they could have come off, and, mm. and if he's missing for the next game. Could he have been ready for that game if it had been brought off earlier? Um, so that's 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 one thing. But yeah, just going on to um, what the managers have said. So um, yeah, Bielsa spoke first, and it, 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 you know, he called attention to the fact that we didn't concede first, um, which yeah. you know we've been on the back foot quite a lot in games recently. And, and um, uh, he did go on to say we didn't commit any errors that would facilitate their attack. Now. We nearly did. <laughs> we ever so nearly did. You know, one that sticks out in, in the mind is yeah. uh, Stroik. I mean, it, it wasn't, you know, error may, may be a bit strong, but he slipped uh, with the ball at his feet and, and yeah. no Leeds players anywhere around him to bail him out and he just recovered. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and, and I think got out too early. But, um, you know, heart in mouth, 85th minute, something like that. You yeah, do not absolutely. want to be conceding it to 2-0. Nope. Because you know they're going to throw a kitchen sink at you then. Exactly. Um, and, you know, Townsend wasn't great for us. Uh, but, he, you know, he's he's a hot and cold player. But he's got a bit of something about him. Uh, and Eze on the other side, is he's, I, I rate him. I think he's a very good player. Um, and a, a lot of other uh, fans on, on Twitter today have said, you know, it's a shame we weren't in for him. I think we were in for him, but he, he refused to move out of London. Yeah, um, yeah, that's right. People have probably got bored of seeing from me because I've said it a few times today. <laughs> um, but you know, um, I, I think yeah, Bielsa said that the the pitch was better than it was previously. Um, we know that uh, it's a bit slippy. He called attention to that, and but he, he did say they slipped a lot more in the previous game than this one. Yeah. So you know, is it just them getting used to it? Have they changed the boots? I'm not sure, but um, he called attention to that. Um, well, it should be bedding in a bit better now. It's been in more than two days. That's yeah, that last time. Yeah, instead of nearly two weeks as it was. But no, you, I mean it, it should be. But at, at the same time, we've had snow again. Yeah, you know, that, that that can't be easy for the ground staff to to compete with. And if you look, we do at have before, under soil kickoff, heating, don't we? It's we do. just the it's just the drainage it's that's knackered. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's old, uh, and and it all needs replacing. But yeah, we do. Uh, but yeah, if you look at the pitch before kickoff, it looked amazing. Um, so you know yeah, they're, they're doing the best job they can, and I think the. Um, it was it Kinnear called attention to the fact that uh, Kia, who's the head groundsman, I think, um, had yeah. done a, a, a really good job on it. And um, that if we were in a position where they'd been able to do the work that they wanted to do in close season, we'd have one of the best pitches in the league. So yeah, that's you, can't, right. you, can't, you can't knock them too much. Um, no, no, and the last you, thing... I'd say the, the pitch is money well spent looking at it tonight. Well, yeah. Yeah, compared to what we had. And if you think of what each place in the Premier ago. League... Gives you in prize money like that three hundred k. If it gets an extra place up, we're going to make yeah. more than that back. So it's, Plus, it's I think no it was brainer, funded from it? outside the club, wasn't it? It was it was forty nine is money, so absolute no brainer. Um, yeah, that's right. And we've now won on a London pitch. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Does that get us we'll over the hoodoo quickly? <laughs> didn't we? Yeah, I'll take that. I never, I didn't think about that. Um, <laughs> but, um, the last thing that Bielsa mentioned was. Um, uh, an emphasis on on the consistency. So he was asked about um, looking higher up the table, 
and, and instead of actually focusing on positions and, and clubs, he, he did say that it's just a, a a matter of fact of Leeds growing their consistency, capability, and levels, yeah. and and that um, I think he was saying that league positions will take care of themselves if they get more consistent. Um, which you know that's a fair comment. Yeah, it is definitely. Um, you mentioned something there that made me think as well when you said about um, Rafinha and you said Click had been better and stuff. How much of that do you think is down to Rodrigo not playing? Uh, I mean, it, it's possible that that's the case. It, you know, it, we've we've mentioned before. I've said said myself about Dallas and how clever he is a player, mm. um, and um, so having him further up the pitch. With with click it, it isn't going to hurt, um, and then we've got um, uh, we've we've got a player there in um, in click that that wants to operate in that same position that Rod yeah. is being asked to play in. So it, it might well be something to do with that. Yeah, um, I, I think it probably goes a long way. Yeah, um, at the same time, I, I think not having Rod is. Isn't a you know him not being there is a negative thing. Uh, oh, I, think, yeah, I do rate that, him; yeah. he's a good player, but that. Um, but that could have impacted clicks because you know if he's looking to make runs and Rod's already there, he's then having to think again. And one of the strongest things that we had in him when um, uh, when we were in the championship was, was his thinking being ahead of everybody's. But he's having yeah. to think, seeing Rod already making that move and think, right, I've got to make a different run. And then he, he's kind of on the back foot. So, yeah, I mean... It could and he's also well playing with players who think like he does now. It's, it's yeah. a different it's a different league, literally, in it, the championship. So That's right. So, um, it, it, yeah, it could be related. Uh, it's, it's probably a fair shout. Yeah. yeah. Um, did yeah, uh, did Roy have anything interesting to say? He did, yeah. So, um, you know, he, he, he said... You, Called on the fact that everything depends on the opposition that you're playing, um, and said that 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 they'd met a good team, which I think on the night, uh, man for man, we were the better side. So that's it's a fair comment. Uh, I don't think but, anyone could dispute that tonight. No, um, but you know, he, he said they started each half poorly, uh, and that kind of set up the the the, um, the rest of, of of each of the halves. Um, but called out on on Leeds' quality. Um, yeah. He said that uh, he was he was happy that Mateta had made his debut and got some minutes under his belt and stopped there. So it doesn't sound like he was particularly interested in the performance, but it's good for him to get some minutes yeah, in. Um, I, I didn't I didn't see much of him to be honest. He kind of drifted in and out of the game without having much of an impact on it. Mm. Um, but then they asked him about the um, the injured players and whether they're close to returning, and he's named uh, Tomkins, Schlup, Zaha, Ward, McArthur, McCarthy. You know, that's. I think what they said during commentary is they've got ten outfield players out injured. Yeah. Now this is a position that Leeds are used to being in. Um, <laughs> it is. We know how that is. We know how that's that is. It. it really, really hurts. You know, I know that we've got potentially by the end of the season what would have been our first two choice centre backs out injured. If you know, yeah. if everybody were fit all season, I think they would have been our first. That they would have been the starters probably. Um, uh, uh, you know, Rod's out injured now as well. Um, so I think out of all of our signings, there's, there's only Raf. Uh, if if you exclude Melia, who um, who was on loan before, but uh, yeah, yeah, it, it, I, I th- it's it's a it's a challenging situation for White to be in. Um, and you know, I don't envy the position that they're in. 
I think um, when we're talking about squads, though, it's great that Gelhart got onto the bench. Um, yeah, I was pleased yeah, to see nice that. Nice to see that. Um, it was nice. To no see disrespect to Roberts, but I'd rather see Gelhart come on and have a go because well, we know that what, we know what Roberts can do, and yeah, he's he's, he's tried. I haven't seen him offer enough this season yeah. so far. Like, like you called out before, he's tried hard in the games that he's come on, uh, and I think there's been a bit of a marked improvement in what he's been able to do in the last couple of games when he has been given a little bit of a chance uh, in as much as games were just completely were a passenger before. Uh, and I yeah, think oh, yeah. somebody might have lit a fire underneath him, but it's a shame he's not going out on loan if Gellart's now going to be in, in, the, in the first team squad. Someone's clearly said to him, you know, you're playing for your future here because if you don't yeah. show you can cut it at this level and, you know, Bielsa's is ruthless. Yes. Yeah. You know, he loves these players, but... He's also, he doesn't carry passengers, does he? And if he doesn't think that someone's going to make it, as we saw when he came in, he'll just cut them. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll be gone. And, you know, you'll only have yourself to blame for that. Thank God he didn't do that with Cliff. And not give him bring him back. Well, luckily, he's, uh, he's got a bit more nous about him than uh, Thomas Christiansen, <laughs> who for some reason couldn't stand him and tried to get him as far away well, as possible. Yeah. But he's just, you know. <sighs> Is it, is it luck? Uh, you know, he's probably spent the time. We know that he watches so much football. He'll have seen all of his games from <laughs> from out, out, out on loan anyway. But, um, you know, it, it, you can't set too much store by that. So, obviously, he's seen something in him. But he could have gone the other way and just brought somebody else in. I mean, it, it's so lucky, really, when you think of all of the games he's played for him. Uh, in the championship in two seasons, I think he missed the one where he was still pissed. The derby game where we got <laughs> where we were already up. So <laughs> And you won't knock him for that, will you? Absolutely not, no. So in a uh, in a late change, I believe we've got a guest in the waiting room. So we've got Scott from Backyard TV. All right, who, okay. Uh, we'll just bring him in then. To come on and say a few words about the game. Excellent. We'll just bring him in now. Can I just say that is a majestic beard? I'm loving I'm loving your work there. Well, <laughs> Uh, I'm half Santa, so I do work one month a year, so I have to make sure it goes around. <laughs> so, uh, I'm, I'm kind of missing mine. I did I did have a, a, a beard uh, out here, but I shaved most of it off and just kept the moustache for charity in November. So it looks like it. Not as well. <laughs> it's a nightmare when you're trying to ha- ha- eat a curry because you're constantly pulling <laughs> yeah. I feel your pain. Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> well, evening, Scott. Um, thanks for joining us. And uh, you know, we're, I was just saying, Gilly, before, good to get a win this week, and we're all feeling a lot happier. What do you reckon? Do you know what the weird thing is? Even against Everton, um, it was a it was a great performance. You know, and and that's what I'd be looking at. Like tonight, tonight was exceptional. Um, and there's too many people. Very easy to go well. Palace didn't have Zaha, and Palace didn't have this and that. Palace had Eze. They had that new yeah. signing. They had Benteke. They had a whole load. Yeah. Um, so Palace, Palace done what they could do with what they had. But what bothers me is that people are making it sound like, well, we won because Palace didn't have their best players. <laughs> we had one of our four summer signings playing. That, that's just bitter, bitter <laughs> Southerners. Bitter Southerners. To be fair, um, Roy Hodgson has come out and said he put out a side that, that should have been competitive in the game. He's, he, you know, he's, he's not made the same excuse as some of the fans that I've seen. So, um... When he said it, he sounded more like, Poo, toot, toot. <laughs> Why, the owl? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't believe we didn't win by about 
four, five, even. At one point, I thought, my God, we should be winning 7 0 here. <laughs> I'm still waiting for that four one. Believe it. You know, <laughs> I, I, I felt bad for Paddy. I felt so bad for Paddy. Like, he got a goal. Oh, God, and I'm yeah. sitting going, I feel so bad for that guy. He should have had a hat trick. <laughs> that header um, were like a bullet. Oh, yeah. God. But then Pascal strikes three headers. And I was sending a couple of ones. I was watching on um, All Eats TV and things. And I was sending a couple of guys, like, what people need to remember is that Strike isn't an attacker. He's a defender. Yeah. So it's not his job to score. If he scores, it's a bonus. Yeah, of you course. You know, so people, like, I'm sitting looking online and people are screaming, oh, take, take Strike off. Why? Because he didn't score. <laughs> <laughs> that defender's done a terrible job with that attacking header. Exactly. Leave Virgil Get rid of him. Strike alone. <laughs> I mean the thing with that uh, um the, the I think um of the chances like the first one was was you know it was behind him a little bit and he was stretching for it I think that that second one you know he'll be disappointed he'll should've be kicking himself it. to not have got his goal oh god um, he, he should have left it should have left it that one that skied, was tapping that in that yeah. one that he skied what, what was that I mean what were he trying to do <laughs> we try to go spectacular there and bang it in top corner and you know like a rocket through net job because it whatever it tried to do it, it won't what it got were it, it were, I thought this is one of them where it's going to cost us this because we keep pissing chances I think before away. the match I think before the match he maybe agreed to send a ball into one of the stars from one of the ball boys <laughs> get it sell it on the yeah it's, it's, it's a good lad like that We'll like find that. out on the Legion United podcast exactly what he was thinking anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I um, said to Gilly before he came on, I, I think Palace, um, they just came to not get beat, basically, and us scoring yeah. so early fucked that up for them. They didn't really have yeah. an alternative plan from the way they played to me. What do you reckon? From See, from we scored, they just didn't look, they didn't look interested. I yeah. said, I've just finished doing my own post-match video and like even there, I saying on it, you know, the entire match, Palace just didn't look interested. There was a couple of times where I watched. See when we had passed the ball back to Melier, their attackers backed off, and it was almost like they were taking a breather. Yeah. I was sitting going, like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, Bobby when the opposition Bamford does that, would have had that keeper chased to the bloody corner. Yeah, Bamford you know, always just, chases the keeper no down. Press. Yeah. Even if he's coming from halfway line, because that's his job, oh, yeah. so he does it. Yeah, but uh, Paddy, uh, you know, Paddy can't be faulted. And uh, I was one of the people saying that he couldn't have a barn door, you know, last yeah, season. Me too, mate. Me too. <laughs> you know, and and now look at him, like he's he's proven everyone wrong because everyone's told him his whole career that he can't make the step to the Premier League, and now he's yeah. one of the top goal scorers in the Premier League. And do you know what? I love him. Oh, I'm you dead know, pleased for him, mate. I hope my daughter grows up and he's single and marries him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've just That's actually seen... Old, so I've just, well, at least it. he'll be coined. He'll look after her. <laughs> I've just had a message to say, actually, he's third in the goal-scoring charts for English goal-scorers now. Good so, uh, Scott, Scott, I know you said that you were recording your own video. Did you have a chance to, to hear his post-match interview? I'd just seen it when it was coming down. Yeah. Um, so um, did you see the question about um, whether he'd have a chance for England? No, what did he say? Th- oh, is so, that what Jamie Carragher asked him? Yeah, they, they were saying to you. Um, so it, it, it walked Carragher, and he was saying, um, you know, Watkins and and yourself, and you know, there's there's lots of players around that that are English um, eligible 
what what do you think mm. the chances are? And and basically he said whoever gets it will have deserved it because you know he's nice like that. He's paddy. Um, but yeah. you know you, you look at you you look at the 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 goals he's scoring and and the, the the moves he's making, the work he'll put in. A manager would be happy to have him in the team. Southgate would be a fool not to pick him. Um, now I have a, I have a friend um, from Drogheda and the and the other part of. I'm in Northern Ireland, and he's obviously in the Republic of Ireland. And we were over at a match there. Was it Sheffield Wednesday? And he was begging. He was basically begging Paddy to play for the Republic. I said, "No, no, mate, that's a career ender." Right I'll tell you something. If you no, played for them, he'd be by far and away their best player. Well, he okay. um, went after it, wasn't he? he, he yeah. The offer was there for him to go and play. They'd make him look like Ronaldo. I called him Kellyan M. Bamford. See, see that chance we scared it. Like he yeah. just flicked that ball so casually past the defender and just runs on. You're going, he has to score that. And then he went and done, he, he went through leads and muffed it. But right <laughs> up to that, like, you know, Kellyan M. Bamford, Rafinha Messi, <laughs> Virgil van Strijk, you know, we're worthy. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like that. I'm going to steal um, that. He's one of those, uh, uh, we've mentioned it before on, on, on the chats that we've had about, uh, if he's got, it, it tends to be, if he's got a bit too much time to think about what he's going to do, sometimes he fluffs yeah. his lines. Whereas if, if it comes to him and it's a natural instinctive reaction to something, he tends to do a bit better. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you but know that, that first touch, he, he sort of raises to it. Yeah. Um, but do, do you know? Do you know what I found about Paddy? Steve, whenever see if you listen to the Leeds United podcast, do you know what I picked up on from him? He's very, very. I don't want to say like touchy feel. He's very sensitive. So he's he's always. Over, I I feel like he's always overthinking things. So I wouldn't say he's a natural striker. I would say he gets the ball and he'll hold on to that until he's figured out. What's the best thing for him to do? And sometimes the best thing for him to do is just hit it first time without thinking about it. Um, That's probably why he fluffs so, it sometimes when it's just heat and yeah. moment because he doesn't have that chance to do his thing and think about what he's doing with it and where it's yeah. going. And he doesn't have maybe the instinctive finishing that some strikers do, but he's yeah. more of an intelligent striker. Yeah. He's, he's that, he's, I think he's, he's, a, he's a natural false nine, isn't he? Mm. Yeah, because yeah. he, he drops so deep, yeah. 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 He, he pulls defences apart, tires them out, and then actually I thought when we signed Rodrigo, I thought that was the whole plan, was for 70 minutes, Bamford's going to tire out these defences, and Drag then we'll wing Rodrigo place. on and he'll score a hat-trick in five minutes. <laughs> and now it's like, do you know what? You, I would not drop Patrick Bamford for Erling Haaland. Do you know what? Like, yeah, last I season, I, I really hammered him pretty bad. And I was I like, any, any, anyone but Bamford sort of thing. And now it's like, yeah. who the hell would do what he does <laughs> in our team? Do you know what I mean? It, who would work that hard? You're not yeah. going to get a big-name striker with an ego tracking back to halfway line like that and chasing balls no. down. All you're going to get is somebody who wants to stand on the edge of box and wait for chances to drop at the feet. You're not going to get players yeah. who work the socks off like that. And it's funny you say like about him being a false nine, and I think that's a perfect description of him. Um, but it, it, it's weird because he looks like a target man, but he's a false nine. Do you know what I mean? Yep. It's it's crazy, and it's just another he sort of defenses apart. He really he does. does. He it's, apart. it's another sort of feather in uh, Bielsa's cap that he's got him playing like that. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. Um, do you know what you saying about um, like the egos and things with the big players? Do you know what? That's actually something I've thought about for a while. It's seen you look at a lot of these established Premier League teams. It's all egos. It's yeah. all egos. Like even I watched that Man City Liverpool game and it was just like, what is this? You know, I, I just I couldn't understand how the champions of England, regardless of their defensive injuries, are two frigging defensive signings <laughs> this summer. Haven't played half a season between them. Do you know <laughs> I, I think that's maybe a big thing that goes in our favour is that a lot of people look at our players like they're average championship players overreaching. Our players know they're just one cog in a bigger machine. Yeah. And I think the problem with other clubs are that some of their players think they are the machine. And I think that's yeah, why I, I, I think that's so true. well. I think that's yeah. true. Um, if you look at the scum and you look at Chelsea and you look at, you know, you've got PE teachers that put out expensive players and go, go on, go win a game. That's, you mm-hmm. know, that's that's the ab- absolute opposite to what Bielsa does. Doesn't care As about Frank the Lampard found out it doesn't always well, exactly. work. Yeah, Lampard, Lampard, Frank Lampard. <laughs> he was just um, a spoiled brat on a cheat code with a football manager. I'm so glad he sat there. You're welcome. You're welcome back anytime, Scott. Yes, you stayed on my But that's why. Um, you know, when you when you when you look at Bielsa and he's he's playing with a thin squad, it's like, but but how are you going to deal without someone? So it's like bringing somebody else, and they'll they, they know what yeah. how to play that position. That's 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 what I do, and you know, I'll yeah. promote from youth and, and so on. He don't want a, a, a top heavy squad, and that's that's why he's because he, he's he's not interested in the individual. He's interested in the overall the machine. That's what, you, yeah. what you're saying. That's right. Yeah. And that's he doesn't have, have, have egos. What's that, yeah. Scott? Even the under 23s play the exact same football yeah. the first team plays. And if you look at other clubs, their under 23s are playing their own style of football. Yeah. Whereas it's it's one it's 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 just like we've got one symbiotic machine at Leeds. It's just everything it. knows what its place is, what it's supposed to do, and it works. Yeah. And like you say, if one cog gets damaged, you swap another cog in and the machine exactly. keeps going. Yep. Exactly. It's beautiful. Exactly. Europe's looking good. <laughs> well, I was just about to say, so um, last four games, Newcastle, Leicester, Everton and uh, Palace. Um, mm-hmm. We've, 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 we've uh, obviously, the Everton is the anomaly there, but uh, we've, we've taken nine from 12. So next yeah. three games, Arsenal away, Wolves away, Southampton at home. How many points are we thinking? I've been saying this for a few weeks, that see from... The Newcastle game, I've been saying I would not be surprised if we won all of our games right up the Aston Villa. Wouldn't be surprised if we did win them all. Um, yeah. yeah. Like Southampton, 100%, if they don't get their act together, we will rip them a new backside. Agreed. Um, Absolutely. Uh, Arsenal, I think, is going to be our first win in London since the Renaissance. That's well, a, that's we, a we, we bold have, prediction, that's good. As, as I pointed out, we have now won on a London pitch, haven't we? Tonight we've won on a yeah, London well, pitch. That's right. With our <laughs> a London ice rink. Yeah. <laughs> a London ice rink, at least. I'll tell you what, that Arsenal you know, game, first goal's well, going to win that, I reckon. I, I, do you know what? Yeah, 100%. Arsenal's going to be out for blood because they, they need a win. Whoever yeah. scores first is going to win that game. Well, that's it. And, you know, and if we win against Arsenal, like... 
we go four points clear of, a, of the bottom half of the table. I like that table you've got going on behind you. What is that? Uh, that's, that's for one of my episodes on the, the channel. Um, okay. The we look at the league table because um, I'm bored because I lost my job <laughs> back in November. Oh, Jesus. November, December. Lost I'm my job. Sorry about that, mate. Oh, it's all right. No, I'm disabled and shit anyway, so it's all good. Come to Leeds, we'll uh, we'll get you a job with Mad Adam. Oh, Tony, my brother's my brother's living in Leeds now, and uh, he's actually he was supposed to go back to Leeds in just after Christmas, and him and his girlfriend, sorry, fiance, um, only got back there last Friday. Ah, oh, shit, with um, the restrictions and stuff. Yeah, yeah so yeah. she goes to uni there, so oh, okay. he's back there now, and he's working. I think he's working at Harrogate Town as a groundsman, or he's a trainee groundsman. All right. Oh, okay, that's cool. So. I'm trying to get him to get me a signed top because it did have a Harrogate Town picture in the bar. Oh, here. All right, okay, um, all right. From when they got promoted to the, the, the professional football league, they have a cup and a magnet. Though. None of you guys <laughs> listening will be able to see this because this is an audio-only podcast. But Scott's got like a little man cave going on with all these yeah, sort of football bits behind him. I'm a, I'm a little bit jealous. It's the back of bar. It, it looks far more sort of cool and organised with whiteboards and stuff than anything that I've got so <laughs> <laughs> Even I, I it's, not, it's not quite as different. impressive as Gilly's collection because he's very, say, um, very meticulous and he, he I, makes it all look fancy for the podcast I, I had one set, set up before but it's too cold to sit in there so I'm back in house again <laughs> here, I done the same I sat out here tonight for the pre-match and I just went Lord you may go to bed love and come to watch <laughs> <laughs> Right, I'm going to steer us back to the game for a little bit. Um, we'll try not to make this too long with the post-match thing, Scott, but I'm, I'm enjoying your company, so I'm going to keep you on Oh, yeah, you sport away. It's not like I have um, anything to do. Yeah, when Bamford scored, did you notice that Rafinha didn't celebrate? Yeah. Did you see that? Um, I, he, I didn't he up on took that. that shot, didn't he, that got saved, and then Bamford scored. Yeah. Rafinha's arms yeah. just by his side. He didn't react. Oh, I, yeah. I honestly think he is raging because there was a couple of times tonight that Rafinha looked like scoring and he didn't. Now, do you remember when we signed him from Rennes and that whole fish shopper story started? <laughs> but Fuck I, your mother's remember... in your fish and chip country. Oh, well, that's yeah. fish, and <laughs> fish and chips were curry for me. But um, I, I remember seeing a Rennes supporter tweeting something about um, he's a good player, but he can be very, very selfish. I'll be honest, I have never, ever had that feeling off him that he's selfish but then when I seen that tonight I thought ah no I get it so I would say he's, he's definitely a team player you see the way he plays like yeah. he, I, I think he actually makes everyone in the team better but you said that didn't you Gilly? yeah you've echoed what we said just before you joined there yeah we, we said to yeah okay, dragging people up with him yeah like even he's just like, so good See, when I said last week in the Everton match about Click, he was good coming back, but he offered nothing going forward. I'm a Mr. Rodrigo's speed. Hmm. But then tonight, what he lacked in his, his speed, he made up for it in his vision. And that worked, that still worked well with Rafinha because Rafinha kept dropping in the middle and Ailing was overlapping on the outside. So it was still working. And Click was still that cog making it all work. Hmm. And again, I think that's down to Rafinha. Yeah. They almost all expect Rafinha's the new El Mago. Really? Well, he's, he's signing that season, isn't he, Rafinha? Oh, that, that's a bargain, that, I see. And they Liverpool put up them for like 30 million or something? Yeah, they well, can, they I can mean, go that, whistle. That's not going to get anything like that. I, do you know what, though? You, you, mentioned, you mentioned Liverpool, and I, I would say that Rafinha is like our Jota. Yeah. Like how important he, he is, is to them. 
Rafinha is to us. But he's worth and at least seen, couple of 30 million right now. Of course he is. Well, at least that, he's, that, he's at least worth that sort of 50 to 60 nutmeg. million. I'm not having out less. Oh. I'm not less than 60 million for him. <laughs> you see, you don't get a card. player at that age with that level of skill for out less than that. I'm, I'm telling you, I don't know how the hell we found him and nobody else did, but no. I'm, I'm thanking my lucky stars. If Harry yeah. Maguire was 80 million, Rafinha's worth double that. That should yeah. never have been the case, though. I mean, he wasn't worth that, was he? <laughs> just well, to be fair, from. it's probably the same cost as any other cruise liner, so... <laughs> <laughs> I had my heart in my mouth a little bit when uh, Calvin went down. I was thinking, um, should we just tuck him off the first time he, he went down? We were too up, do you know what I mean? Were, were we that worried about end, Palace? Huh? When they didn't yeah. look like doing anything. No, I think for the sake of ten minutes, he should have took him off. But I think Bielsa was holding off, and he waited until Calvin said, "I need to go off." Mm. Um, and I, I think that was Calvin's intelligence. They're yeah. sort of going, "Look, well, we've got more games coming up. Palace aren't going to do anything here. There's only a couple of minutes left. Let me get seen to here by Magic Hands Rob, who yeah, he'll be yeah. fine tomorrow." I had a bit of a conversation on Twitter about um, Eze. Um, you know, uh, I think it was widely reported that there were a few clubs sniffing around him, and he'd said that he wasn't going to be moving out of London. Uh, and I think that we showed we did show genuine interest, but he just wasn't interested in moving to a non-London club. Uh, somebody said tonight that they didn't think he'd fit into our team, uh, and I'm 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 a bit uh, confused. But basically, they were saying that he didn't work hard enough. I think he just looked poor in a Roy Hodgson. He was their team. best player. I thought he was their best player. So, yeah. but when I say look poor, I don't, I don't mean not. Exactly. I don't mean not, the only not, lad not good. Around trying to do yeah. something. But uh, what I mean mm. is, he's, he's so isolated in that setup that mm. he's just expected to do everything on his own. You get runners yeah. around him, he's going to look dynamite. Well, it's funny you say that, Gilly, because Phil Hay tweeted and said, um, watching Palace with Eze reminds me of back in the day with Leeds with Snodgrass, just give him the ball and hope he does something. <laughs> <laughs> and and that, that sums it up for me, that, that yeah. pretty yeah. much sums it up. And That's they were just—they were hoping he'd work a miracle, yeah. And, and and unfortunately for Eze, though, after the first half, um, Alioski had the empty um, amount of his back pocket. Yeah, you know, it, and I think that's why the swap sides. Because yeah. he Alioski, like I remember what a, a couple of times in that first half, you seen Dallas was having to drop back in the, the left back position because Alioski was on the other side of the pitch tracking Eze. So, yeah. you know, clearly he was told, do not let him out of your arm length. Yeah, exactly. It's the right move because you, you've got to have somebody on him. You've just got to. Well, it worked. It worked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was quiet. I was just waiting for one of those moments for Ali Oski. He was down with the head on his arse trying to put No, he's on his belly. Yeah. <laughs> Round his leg, biting his ankle. Could you imagine you. an attacker being marked by Gianni Ali Oski? But he never shuts up as well during talking? game. It would have known you would have. Right here, yeah. Did, did you see the mass singer last night? Did you see the mass singer? <laughs> <laughs> I'm you, making dolphin Robin? noises. Guess what? Guess what? The mass singer. It's me. I was actually inside a suit that looked like Gabrielle, and then I was dressed up as Harlequin, dressed up as Gabrielle. <laughs> <laughs> you'd, just be, you'd just be like, what's this guy on? <laughs> you want me to concentrate on your game? No. No, it's I see all that talk about right? I hope he doesn't go. I know oh, a lot of people saying that he's go. not up to the Premier League, but he clearly is. He clearly well, is. Well, he's better he, than that. 
he's a good squad yeah. player. He is a good squad player. And do you yeah. know what? I, I didn't expect him to do particularly well this season. I really didn't. I, I, I hoped, obviously, I mean, I'm a Leeds fan. I hoped that he was going to. He's really yeah. impressed me. He's played really well. There's a few times I've called for Dallas to be in at left back because I think Harrison plays better with Dallas yeah. back there. But you can't knock what Alioski's done. He's mm. played really well. No. You can't knock his no. effort. Um, I think it'll be hard for Rodrigo to, to just walk back into the, the team at the minute as well. Yeah. But he also doesn't um, change winning teams, does he? Not no, usually. he doesn't. You have to wait for your injury. Yeah. No, the same as whenever um, Cock and Llorente come back, they're not getting in over strike. And they're not no. getting over... Cooper tonight, Ed, oh, yeah. Ed tweeted someone earlier that he put in a proper uh, Premier League veteran captain's performance oh, tonight he yeah. commanded our defense hey, he do you know what it. do you know what gilly I, I i i don't even remember anything about him because he didn't do all wrong he, he, he were good tonight he were quality so i don't like remember yeah. there's nothing stands out normally i'd be like that when cooper let that guy go or he missed up he didn't yeah. do anything wrong he didn't put a foot wrong can't knock him do you not notice though cooper's the first one we all turn on in defense and I think yeah, it's because but... he is the veteran, he's, he's the experienced one, he's the captain. So we rely on him to be better. So when he mocks up, we all were down his throat. But, but I, he, think, I think he handles it well. I think there's an expectation that he's going to because he's got that sort of past record behind him. But League one. Um, yeah, all of that. And last year was phenomenal, but this year he's, yeah. he's found the step up difficult. But... I'll be honest, last I don't couple think of games, he's, he's, looked, he's looked decent. I, I can't I, knock I don't that. think I'm, he's going to step up. Well, I, I'm harsh on him, but I'm not going to knock him when he's done nothing wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? If, if he's playing well, I'll, I'll say, yeah, fair enough. See, I think, see, see the, I don't think he's found the step up difficult. I think what it is that other players have made the step up more noticeable. Mm. That Well, haven't actually noticed that Liam Cooper is still, you know, he, he's... he's Whilst, yes, he has a few straight passes. Rafinha had a few straight passes tonight. Click had a few straight passes. Dallas had a few straight passes. It's just more noticeable, over, isn't it? Yeah, but that's it. Defense. He's more noticeable because he's, he's the captain. All eyes are on him. So when he does yeah. muck up, we're going to be harder on him. It's also the fact um, where LCA think, operates on the pitch as well. If he makes a mistake yeah. at centre-back, then the straight on uh, and, and potentially on a chance on goal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whereas you know, if if Rafinha tries a, a crossfield pass like he did tonight and didn't get mm. any air on it and, and presents it to somebody, it was actually somebody in the defensive midfield position for them. And you know, yeah. we've got we've got an opportunity to get to get other players around the ball by by the time that happens. So um, I get I get I, I, you know I get what Jay said in the past, and he has made mistakes, but they are more noticeable. And we do play a high risk game. Mm. But the, yeah. the total, it, it's so. it's centre backs and keeper. You make a mistake, you get punished. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And then everyone, everyone knows. But what we'll say yeah. in Cooper's defence as well is that I do think that he has found the step up a bit difficult personally, but it also doesn't help him that he's got a different bloke next to him every week. Yeah. You can't develop an understanding when there's somebody else next to you each week because, you, you know, injuries and whatnot. Yeah, and I don't think... Um, when, when I was, uh, I wrote a bit of a piece on him um, and, and when I was looking at it, that... And people should have a look been... at that because it's quality. There's actually been 11 different players in the first half of the season in our back four. Mm. And that Cooper's been there all, all one little bit. Out. You know, he's, he's only missed a couple of games, which means he's has a different back four in almost every single game. Him and Ailing are the only regulars. And then you've got Klopp carrying on about not having Virgil van Dijk available. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, uh... you, know, you mentioned about um, 
uh, Cooper and the fact that you didn't really notice him. Um, somebody else that was involved in the game but wasn't uh, really noticeable was the ref, I thought, Andre Mariner. Yeah, I, 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 didn't, yeah, yeah. I didn't really notice him, and that's the mark of a ref that's had a good game. Yeah, yeah, well said, 100%. Exactly, exactly. We, um... because you don't want people going away from your football match and all they're talking about is the ref. Yeah. No, and I, I can't remember if I mentioned it on the pod or if it was to one of my mates last week, but I was talking about refs and like some of them sometimes – you know, they're, they're like the failed footballers and whatnot. And you know that they kind of wish that they'd made it. They were some of them are a bit yeah. sort of like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to a bit star at showy and it's about me. And, and that's the last yeah. thing you want. You just want somebody who's there to make sure game flows. He's there because he loves the game and he wants it to flow yeah. and he stays back and he doesn't get involved unless he has to. And that's, that's a good yeah. ref that, like you say. I, th- I think the whole thing this week will make Dean in particular. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I don't agree or support any of those death threats or any particular no. threats that the apparently no, well out of order. It's, 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 a, it's a game. You don't threaten yeah. people's lives. But what I've been saying to people is that it doesn't change the fact. Am I allowed to swear? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, 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 I do it. Enough, it. <laughs> but it doesn't change the fact that Mike Dean is a wanker and shouldn't be in a job. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. With so you we'll, there. we'll get to the point that, right, yes, whilst death threats aren't good, Mike Dean is not fit to officiate at a top league level or even a Sunday league level. The guy needs to retire and go and suck Alex Ferguson's cock. Because we all know he's <laughs> <laughs> I don't we think he's waiting for your permission to do that, to be fair, Scott. I think he's already had <laughs> <laughs> All right, that must... On that massive uh, bombshell there, Scott, I'm going to let you go now. No, Cheers for thank you coming very much on and uh, telling us what you thought about the game and uh, hopefully we'll speak to you again in the future. Yes, no, we'll cool. just make sure you all go and subscribe. To the back Have of a good man, fix well. that internet. Don't talk yeah. over him while he's, while he's pitching his thing. Go again, go on. <laughs> no, just yet. I hope everyone's subscribing to your podcasts as well because I've been sharing that and stuff, but I also want people to go and subscribe to my channel as yeah, well because I have to start from well. scratch. Back yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's no not problem. easy as we've uh, found out yeah. through many teething troubles. But uh, yeah. we'll uh, we'll tag you in the in the tweets and the oh, comments of Scott. And, uh, we'll give well, you he'll sure see us again anyway. Yeah. One day we'll all be drunk in the peacock celebrating our championship. <laughs> Mate, I can't <laughs> wait. And I'll, I'm going to be honest. I'll probably tip you over out of your chair if you're in a wheelchair or like that because <laughs> it'll be too much for me. But it's all done out of love. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's all right. He'll hit me. It's fine. He'll just smack me in the mouth <laughs> with my walking stick. <laughs> I'm on a messing, Scott. I, I, uh, I'm on the kidding with you. No, here, don't worry. I've got a sense of humour. I'm Northern Irish. It's, it's, all, it's all a crack. Absolutely. <laughs> Good man. Good man. Right, Thanks cheers, for coming on. Cheers. See you soon. Bye, bye. See you later. I mean, oh, yeah. He made some really interesting points, some really good points. And do you know what? Uh, it, it was almost as though we'd coached him because he came on and made a lot of the points we had. <laughs> yeah, he did, yeah. That that what I liked. It was like, clearly we must be onto something here because we, we're seeing the same things. That's a good sign. Yeah, agreed, yeah. I think um, overall it, it were a good game. I think everyone's probably pretty happy tonight. Um, you know, you can't argue with that. I were amazed when it said near the end that we did the woodwork fourteen times. Fourteen, yeah. Um, but did you did you hear when they said if we'd scored those fourteen times, we'd be like the top Premier League top league. scorers? Yeah, 
Yeah, it's just, it's such fine margins, isn't it? Unfortunately, they did say ahead of the scum, uh, which yeah. is a shame. But um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's it's uh, you know thinking about some of them that Alioski volley in um, in last game and and um, Harry Donner in the oh that uh, volley that was sweet. One, I mean, Jesus, some of some of the efforts that we've had that have hit the, the woodwork have been uh, have been fantastic. So yeah, yeah. Um, so I think we are top by one, aren't we, on a uh, number of times hitting the woodwork? Yeah, yeah, that's so, right. We were, we were top by one. I can't remember it was second, but there were thirteen. Uh, yeah, two. I think there might have been two on thirteen, but I can't remember who it was. And uh, the other thing I noticed was right at the end, the commentator mentioned we were still looking for goals in ninety third minute, and it's like, who does that with <laughs> newly promoted team? Do you remember? Do you remember last season watching like even Sheffield United who did well, they weren't pushing forward in ninety third minute trying to get another no. goal, and Norwich they were fucking shite, weren't they? And they well, signed probably as many players as we have. Well, yeah, you, you look at the things that um, the Derby fans were saying at the end of last season. Ah, yeah, you, you, you've got promoted, but you've been relegated with the worst record oh, ever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, fucked. no chance of getting near their record. And I tell you something, <laughs> they'll be lucky if they don't go down again. Well, um, it, it, it does, uh, unfortunately, appear as though Wayne Rooney's Derby County have, uh, have, have turned a bit of a corner, uh, <laughs> which is a shame. But... But yeah, uh, it, it's it's still funny seeing them in the mud. Um, it certainly is. They, like, they it, still, it makes you know, me happy. They are still down there, so they're they're joint on points with Birmingham City. They're in bottom three. So they're they not going down, down most slightly, but they ain't going up. So, oh no, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, they are they are behind um, the, those those massive teams, uh, Rotherham and Coventry. But do you know who else is down there as well? Go I on. just want to mention this because they beat us uh, on this day a year ago. Uh, Forest, you know when they won the league in February <laughs> oh, yeah. by beating Leeds. I said this to my mate earlier <laughs> when they uh, they beat us and they were like, "We're coming for playoffs. We we're going for it now." <laughs> look at look at them now. Tell That's you what, it. how the how the tables have turned. Uh. Well, they're only four points above relegation zone, uh, and Town well, are only five. Hopefully, that'd be a shame, uh, wouldn't it? Hopefully, they'll just drop through trapdoor. Nice seeing Chef Wednesday in the mud as well. Absolutely. It's, it, this is the best season I can remember in a long time. I'm going to be honest. Do you know, the only the only slightly sour note on it is that the scum have started doing quite well. You know, if they yeah, were still shit, well. <laughs> if they were still shit, it'd be a lot more enjoyable. But it's, it's just, it's brilliant. But just... I'll tell you what, Gilly, if you give a thousand monkeys a typewriter, one of them will write a novel. <laughs> but you know, I, I I just I do I just just want to make a point. It is um I think it might have been Rex that said it in group chat this week, but Bielsa has ruined football. It's never gonna be the same again for us, is it? You can't watch a game of football that don't have leads in it. Because you watch it and it's like they're all running in treacle. It's why, shit. Why aren't they running why aren't they running hard? Why aren't they closing down? Uh, other than Man City. There's only leads that are playing in that sort of manner at the moment yeah. in the league. Um, yeah. And watching teams that are, are like, I mean, Southampton, all right, they've lost, they've lost five on bounds, so let, let's take them out. But you look at Newcastle, especially when they don't have what's-his-face in, their winger, they, they look shit. Um, West Brom... Which one's St. Maximin? Yeah, St. Maximin, yeah. Uh, without him in, they look a different proposition, don't they? I mean, he's very he's excited to watch. He's a by a mile. But, um, you know, with, without him in... They do nothing. They do no running. They do no pressing. Uh, they're just they're just shy. But I mean, West Brom. I, I am enjoying 
um, the, the in all likelihood, um, Fat Sam taking them down. Um, His first relegation. Yeah, that's right. He'll bail I before. Wonder, I, I was going to say we had this conversation before. I, I do. Will. I do he'll wonder if he'll before jump before before and so he can always 100%. say that he's never been relegated. Do you know what I was going to say? Actually, I, I, I had it on my notes, but I didn't get a chance to mention it before. Um, when you said about when you're watching another game, it's like running treacle. I tell you, the the little sort of passing triangles that we do, where the the three players will rotate and they'll move up the pitch together, but they're rotating, swapping around the positions. It's amazing to watch when it's yeah. when it's going well and it's and all of it's, like, it's amazing. No, yeah. I know. And you'll you'll watch people and you're like. It's so intricate. I like one guy will suddenly end up in one position, and somebody else knows right. So I need to be over there now. Then the other guy over there will be like right. So I should be where he was, and everyone just moves around. It's just perfect. Yeah. It's seamless. It's just it's really beautiful to watch. Yeah, I don't I, think we'll it, ever get treated like this again. No, I, that's the sad thing. It's going to come to an end at some point. We know it, 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 we, we've got to focus on the here and now because it's amazing and it's happening to us, and we're so lucky for it to be happening 100%. to us. But there 100%. is always a tinge of sadness. Is all things come to an end. I just don't want it to. It's just amazing. No, that's and I love right. It. It's brilliant. That's um, right. Yeah, some, sometimes we get beat. Uh, but if you can't enjoy this, you're in the wrong sport. Go watch something else. Go watch cricket or golf. <laughs> There's not wrong with cricket. <laughs> <laughs> but it, you know, it doesn't excite. You know, the, the drama of cricket, I do like. Um, and, you know, a five-day test is, is peak for, for me for cricket. But if if you can't enjoy the way you know when when we're saying so Liverpool have won three games uh, have lost the last three games at home yeah the last three on the bounce nobody's talking about the wheels falling off nobody's talking about they have to change the way that they play but no. when it were us Klopp should change his style promote, exactly freshly promoted yeah, team we, no we've got to that. change it's not going to happen and you know what? You, you don't know. I mean, we've said this about pundits before. You don't know anything about football if you think or, or expect or even want Bielsa to change his style. I'm waiting for a pundit to say COVID's done this to Liverpool. <laughs> but they won't, will they? Because they're the media down. Of course they won't. Right, I think we've probably rambled on long enough on this uh, post-match. But I've enjoyed it, to be fair. So it's been a good one. Um, we've got Arsenal next, is it? Away? Yes. It is. So uh, we'll see whether Arsenal away, Wolves away, uh, Southampton at home. So hopefully Southampton are still on their shit run by the time we we we, uh, we meet them. But um, you know they'll sure just Jay top Adams somebody four nil. Well, that's yeah, it. probably yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, hopefully we've broke the uh, the London hoodoo by winning on this pitch. But we'll we'll soon see. <laughs> um, so the Arsenal game, I think, is Sunday, isn't it? Sunday the fourteenth. Yeah, it's half past four kickoff. So that's not too bad. Um, so obviously we will do a main pod I'm guessing we'll have that out before that won't we because we'll be recording we will yeah tomorrow or Wednesday um, um, so keep yeah. a, keep an ear out for that one and uh, as always we'll be back with you for the post-match Baradi and Coke after the Arsenal game so come join us for that and uh, if you oh, enjoy yeah, it sorry don't, don't, don't forget there's oh. also um, the the, um, the new pod type the in off the VAR where we've got uh, an ex-referee that's now a referee's assessor for the, um, the the League of Ireland that comes in and gives us thoughts on refereeing performance I'll be interested to see what he's got to say about this performance because like we said uh, while speaking yeah. to Scott you know the fact that we didn't really notice Mariner tonight for me means it, that he's probably had a, a decent game. Um, it's, it certainly felt like it was let flow. So it'll be interesting to see his comments on that. So join us for that as well. Yeah, absolutely. Good shout that. Um, certainly knows his onions as that lad. So 
that's definitely an essential listen. Um, and we'll leave you there with Leeds in 10th place, just behind that amazing manager, uh, Dean Smith, who's done that fantastic job at Villa with that <laughs> 200 million is spent. Uh, and join us next time. So bye from me and uh, Gilly. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the independent Leeds United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at Auto Know Better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi and Coke after match podcasts. We've three years worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.